0: Oh, All right, Mike, are you ready to go? I'm, I'm ready. Gabe, are you ready to go in the back? Yes, yes sir. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back from uh, the, the, I guess, the, yeah, the, <laughs> from from the void, from the hiatus that was forced upon us by the absolute like movement of molasses in the middle of December style sports, you know filter it was bad there's there was nothing going on last week me and mike decided we need a break plus we're up to something um so we have some things that we're going to be unrolling to you guys here hopefully before too long uh we need a little bit of time to plan that mike how are you doing as we uh jump back with the folks
1: i'm doing well man uh it's it's amazing what a little bit of good weather can do for the soul it's yeah
0: crazy, the sun is out mike has not seen any of it you know evidently by the fact that he matches his shirt still yep. But we will get there. Fourth of July is right around the corner. We'll get you a little bit of color. There we go. Yeah. What do we have for the folks this week, Mike?
1: Yeah, guys. As always, we do have a big show for you today. We're going to cover Minnesota Sports Roundup minus hockey. We're going to do NFL uh, draft grades. No. No. No, NFL Would You Rathers. Yeah. NFL Would You Rathers. Um, We're going to do our NBA playoff second round check-in really quick. And then finish off our MLB 30 under 30 teaser. That's right. Um, from there, we actually have a special guest that's going to be joining us Fort, right. Fort Boxing royalty here in the state of Minnesota. So we're really looking forward to that. Um, as always guys, you can find us on our social medias as well. Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, Spotify, YouTube, Patreon, and Twitch. Nice. Make sure to like, share and subscribe over there. And then we can be found post-show on MCN six, which is local cable here in Minneapolis, St. Paul. Uh, you can actually access MCN six anywhere in the world through a roku app or anything like that that uh, allows you to connect to mcn6 app
0: which is probably the best way to watch it because this is not a podcast mike what is it it's a show it's a tv show it is a show you put us up on a big screen looks nice and beautiful your friends go wow you watch some really quality content maybe i should take your sports opinions into a higher value we try to elevate our fans right
1: yeah and uh, and honestly it's all about you guys right so you got to make sure that you comment in and tell yeah, us what your opinion right? is uh,
0: or how, how many of mikes you disagree you. with how many of mine are right like we said, this is a marriage. Mike just happens to be the one that's logical and wrong all the time. That's not how that works. The logical one is the right one. And then you know. <laughs> did it on purpose. Got Mike flustered already. Oh, and before we kick into the show, a uh, massive congratulations to the Pat McAfee show. Uh, for those of you who don't know who that is, uh, pioneered um, the way that we're able to do our sports show um, with some of the ways that we view it, the way that we present it. Um, very laid back, not so stuff, shirt, suit and tights type stuff. Uh, getting picked up by ESPN on an absolutely massive deal uh, here recently. So congratulations to him and for the likes of like CBS and Fox and KSTP and WCCO. If you're looking for something that does about the same type of content just to compete, give us a call. The show can be contacted at glass at gmail.com. We will be waiting. Mike, what do we have first? Yeah, let's do
1: a uh, Minnesota sports roundup. We'll check in with Vikings vision. Um, the big talker, obviously, this week has been
0: the Z'Darrius Smith trade to yes, Cleveland. Sir. Yes, sir. Uh, so Z'Darrius Smith, a fifth and a sixth in 2025 and 2026, coming back for a 2024 and a 2025 two fourth round picks, correct? Yeah.
1: So we moved up like a round or two rounds um, and dumped. Z'Darrius, the only thing I haven't heard is the amount of money that we're still paying him when he's in Cleveland.
0: Uh, Cap savings for the Vikings this year is going to be 10.9, which puts us now $9.5 million over the cap. The Vikings do have a little bit of room to work with, and that is after they went ahead and signed their free agents. So there is room for, and this is the big question, the Daniil Hunter extension now, or does some of this money begin to filter into a contract extension for a guy like Justin Jefferson? Uh, Mike, where would you go ahead and put that cash if you had your pick right now? To be honest,
1: I'm in save mode. Okay. You, your your entire roster is kind of turning over. You have Kirk that's a little older. Alvin Cook is on his way out. Um that's very the, evident. The we'll only, talk about that. In the second. only face of the franchise that you do have moving forward is going to be JJ. So yeah. whether it's putting it to the side to put it into his contract, or if it's putting it aside to be able to sign a rookie quarterback a year from now or something along those lines, um, you you're basically just putting it in the piggy bank because you know that you're gonna be spending money later on. Yeah. Um the thing that I have seen is a lot of Vikings fans are upset that Zedaria Smith was traded after we mm-hmm. signed him as a free agent. Yeah. Um, Guy didn't you, produce. When you sign a free, well, I think he did okay. For right? eight, we we
0: paid him for and then half he, and the then season.
1: Did, and then he gets hurt. Right. So it's always an injury concern for him. Um, but to me, when you sign a free agent that everybody has the ability to sign. Yeah. And then you're able to get assets back, like moving up in the draft for that free agent. At least was, I that's think they, no least, yeah. you, you win on that move because you get more value back. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's, what Casey's about. That's what the NFL is about. It's what's propelled the 49ers to the top of the heap, right? So it's all about what you have as value in your franchise.
0: I totally agree with that. Um, it does leave some questions for what is the pass rush going to look like this year? We didn't have a lot of depth last year and I thought, Hey, if you're going to hang on to him, at least maybe you're improving your defensive front by having him, Daniil Davenport, some of the guys that you're bringing back from last year, maybe helps us from giving up 5.6 yards per carry like the Vikings have seemed to over the last couple of years, maybe um, more. And I know that's a dramatic stat, um, but maybe continue to be able to put pressure in exotic packages on the quarterback. It does limit us somehow. Are you worried about that at all? I am not because what this does to me is it shows
1: that they're actually extremely confident in the undrafted rookie that we signed out of I've, army. I've, uh, or who that's are you talking the about? inside backer. Okay. Andre Carter is yep. going to be the edge rusher from army 66 uh, six, has great speed, um, almost as built like a smaller Daniil. Um, undrafted free agent from Army that we signed. So I think that like that shows, hey, this kid could actually be something you do have Daniil and Marcus for this year. Yep. You're also bringing pressure from the nickel, from the safety with that Brian Flores scheme. So you don't necessarily need your DNs or your edge rushers in a 3-4 uh, outside linebackers to be able to beat those tackles in yeah. one-on-one matchups because you're typically going to be bringing more than they are protecting. Yes.
0: That makes sense, yeah, I would agree with that, and uh the next thing on the list would be uh there was an announcement that it doesn't look like the Minnesota Vikings were able to get a deal done for Dalvin Cook trade wise with the june for uh June first designation coming up on him. um I think the Vikings are just gonna go ahead and cut him because the difference between cutting him pre June one and post June one is about three million dollars pre june's eight point two post June's five point nine so you probably want to get him off your books sooner rather than later that would put the Vikings right back into. Uh, being able to sign another free agent, make a trade if they have the ability to do one. I know you said you're in save mode a little bit. You do have big contracts coming up. You would like to be able to take care of Daniel. You would like to be able to extend JJ. That's I'm split on Daniel, if I'm being honest. With well, them. I mean, well, we can get in that at that a later time as well. Yeah. Um, if Kirk plays well, you're going to have to obviously go ahead and extend him maybe for one more year. The cap hit on that. So I'm just saying there's going to be places to put this money and it is nice to see them for once, not pressed dead up against the top of the cap, um, which I think has limited us. To go out and get depth guys at times in the well, last couple The reason couple of years. we're
1: not pressed up against the cap though is because we're not a good football team right now.
0: Well, making those moves
1: like hey, Kirk played well, we have to re-sign him. Yeah. You don't have to. You don't no. have to re-sign Dalvin. You don't ha- like. You don't have to do anything. Correct. You can save your money and put it towards assets that are 23, 24, 25 years old like instead that. of 34, 35, 36 years old. So, Would agree. Uh yeah, that's the Vikings vision. Let us know what you guys think about specifically the Zadarius Smith move. Uh he goes to the AFC North and is going to be playing for the Brown.
0: Yeah, that's about how their record will look this year. Real Brown.
1: Yep. Uh Wolves Watch. We're just gonna touch base real quick. I There's kind of rumors swirling around cat. And now that the Spurs actually did get the first overall pick, those rumors are a little bit more confounded
0: because that was what it was all for. Do you know what the deal was specifically? Uh, I, 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 I didn't look at the exact scenario, but I do. I, there was a couple of pieces that I texted you about that. I have kind of put together that leads me to believe that the Vikings are Vikings. The Timberwolves at this point are very interested in trying to make a move for Wembenyama.
1: Herring, Gobert and Wemby getting cat out would be as a part of that trade would be um, huge
0: um you know so there's there is... my
1: question if you're the spurs do you go wemby for a cat like now because he's so skinny and the injury concerns and all these different things or you, what i mean you have or to like at... what is his true value so because of like you think Bol Bowl, table Ops porzingis uh well, like all of these tall slender seven three sure. and above guys that had all this hype yep haven't been able
0: to actually produce over a long High. Yeah, and let's take a look at the most recent case, like the most recent case. Chat Holmgren, Chat Holmgren, who was drafted Great. last year from like, Minnesota. We, just, we off the top of our heads, we just listed what six guys that yeah. are yeah, so literally the, this mold. So I get that he's a seven foot three, nimble, seven, like seven five and, actually. Well, and he's <laughs> that's the crazy. And part. here's the other thing: coming out of college and coming from overseas is very different. You've seen it in guys like Luca. Even in guys like Lamelo, it seems like when when they've played against professional talent, there maybe even as, regardless of what their build their build is, their bodies might be a little bit more used to the punishment instead of the large adjustment that is coming from fast pace, really just fast break college basketball into the NBA. So there's a little bit of that there that I would go okay maybe does that offset the injury concern maybe a little bit but that would be Yao and Kristaps as well would it not correct correct so there are cases that go the other direction and Yao wasn't necessarily hurt a ton till the end of his career but um I, yeah like I said with him having a relationship with Rudy Gobert who he trains with as part of the the French national team and then Anthony Edwards you know dropping in the interview that that's where he's going to be headed to work with Rudy Gobert in the offseason, there might be a little bit of relationship and po- building and posturing there going on by the Minnesota Timberwolves.
1: There, there's going to be a need for like eight more dominoes to fall. Oh, yeah. But, for sure. Well, the first one can go very quickly. I would say the first one is like rumors that Cat might be out, especially tied to the Spurs. Boom. One domino. Mm-hmm. The second one is you have Gobert and ties with Wemby. Like yep. true tie. They are both French nationals like, Some of the greatest big men to come out of that country. They're very, very close. Yeah. Domino number two. Domino number three is Ant's going to be there this offseason training with Gobert. And guess who Gobert trains with in the offseason is Wemby. Yeah. So, again, we're kind of speculating. It's just starting the process. But this is kind of what would need to happen at this time of year for that to
0: uh, happen. Yeah. And uh, let's not, and, and Mike said that the Spurs thing would have to happen, right? There are other dominoes that can fall. There have been another, there was another landing spot for him, which was the New York Knicks Knicks. And what we would be receiving in that trade Wemby, back but, wouldn't be Wemby, but it is maybe enough to then go ahead and package those guys. And the picks you get together with some of the things that we have now to then make another move. Right. Or possibly if the Spurs aren't sold on Wemby by the end of the draft process, there's also a deal out there for cat to go to Portland and the, Wolves to get back nothing but draft capital, and then you can package that third pickup, future picks, and maybe have the Spurs trade down to three, and you jump up to like. There's a couple of ways that this can be done, and that's it's encouraging to me. Now, the one thing that I say is going to, I think, is going to impact this more than anything is going to be the NBA's new rules on the trades, not being able to go out more than six years with first round picks. So, if you're looking to do a pick rich deal with Carl Anthony Towns, it's probably going to come. Real quick here at the end of the month. Otherwise, you are looking at getting a lot of players back in return as well, which does make this a little messier of a deal to complete. Would you agree?
1: Yeah. Um. Uh, I would say just keep an eye on this. It's interesting. Yeah. It's a lot of rumors. It's a lot of speculation, which usually is nothing. But it's a lot of things that line up that doesn't usually happen in Minnesota. Right. right. It's odd. Uh, twins teaser. How are the twins doing, man? Um. Still sitting at the top of the AL Central, yep, I believe. Th-
0: three and a half game lead. Um. You know. Kind of weird. I I didn't like seeing them lose the way they did to Cleveland, but then I also was impressed at their ability to win the series against the Dodgers or the the Padres, a little bit of the offensive explosion that you got against the Cubs over Mother's I mean, Day we've weekend. We won the
1: series, season series against the Yankees for the first time in twenty one years. Yep. We're winning games in Los Angeles against the Dodgers. Correct. Like that even if we go one of three in LA, like we're beating the Dodgers, which doesn't usually happen. Yep. Right, we're yeah. beating the Padres, who are just a stacked line. We're beating teams that we don't normally beat.
2: Two pitchers in the top six for ERA. Top
1: uh, two pitchers in the top five for Cy Young voting as of right now, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
2: it's that's insane.
1: And neither of them are supposedly our number one that we traded Luis Ariza for, which is even crazier. Like, and Lopez is not pitching poorly, right? right? No. And
2: how's uh, Arayas doing? <laughs> He's tearing the cover. He's tearing the cover. Well, here's the thing. I'm I'm not not trying to open that up. I was
0: going to say, and I knew Gabe was going to say this. So, this is what I was going to tell you. Let's go ahead and take a look at the Twins' batting order because they don't have a single guy currently that is hitting over 236. Byron Buxton leads the Minnesota Twins right now, hitting 236. But they have the division lead and they're able to steal games against these better teams. Why? Pitching. Pitching wins baseball games. Not one guy that hits 330. It doesn't, it's not the same in value. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. It's, it's it absurd. doesn't. Hey, hey,
2: it's absurd. We didn't need
1: Luis Soraya's to put mm-hmm. up 16 and 11 runs against your Cubbies. Okay. Oh! From there, let's just move on. All right. Twins are leading the AL Central. We got a big week ahead of us as well. Yes. Uh, we are still in LA. We play the Angels tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday, and then San Francisco Giants Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday.
0: Yeah, um, I would expect us to probably just go ahead and split this right down the middle. Uh, probably lose two against the Angels because Shohei Otani and Mike Trout will do something. Mike Trout-esque and the Twins are just weak enough right now with injuries to go ahead and lose those ball games. And then the Giants are bad enough for us to go ahead and beat them at home. Um, your thoughts on the upcoming series? We'll win four of six. Is this like my actual guess? No, no, guest? no, 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 no.
1: I think we'll win four of six. Okay. I think we'll probably win both series.
0: I mean, and the good thing for the twins, too, is even though they are a little banged up right now, obviously, Male on the 60-day IL, um, Kenta on the 15-day. lose
1: done, isn't he? Yeah, he's
0: probably done for the year. Um, you do lose Nick Gordon to a shin fracture last night, which is tough because as much as he wasn't hitting well, he is a little bit of a spark plug for the team just mentality wise, Miranda he plays is
1: good in the field. He's fast. He's
0: Miranda's up. down at triple a right now. Carlos Correa doesn't look like he's
1: down at triple a right now too, though. Well, He's, he's right a right
0: little, up. this is, and that's what I was going to get to, even though it doesn't look like Carlos Correa could hit water. If he fell out of a boat in the middle of Lake Mille Lacs right now, Royce Lewis is way ahead of schedule. And even though we've got pitchers in industri- pitching injuries right now, it sounds to me like Jordan Balazovic is right back on track to where he should have been two years ago at this point based on some of the reports that I've been seeing. So there is some help on the way. And obviously at AAA, you're hoping you can get Miranda right and get him back too. So to have a three and a half game lead, you said Miranda rights, but that was awesome.
1: It was kind of funny. Uh, yeah. To have a three and a half game. We have a right, right to remain half, silent. Right? After like, that it joke. was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. Uh, I mean, dude, we're funny, closing either. into June. And we're still leading the central, right? By, by three games, you yeah. can
0: dump a series and still yeah. be in good shape.
1: Yeah, and and as long as they don't sweep a series, right? So yeah, like it's very encouraging. The pitching is super fun to watch, and I think our bats are cold enough that it's streaky. I don't think that they're that bad. I think it will come back up.
3: <laughs> I you do know, too. If I, that you makes have sense. to
0: hold, but th- we were talking about this though. If you want to be in a good position come late in the year, you can't continue to to squander good pitching performances and as bad as our hitting has been correct but our pitching you're... has been as has been equally as good and right. if that comes back and the bats don't make the step that they need to then you are well, that's in trouble. the thing
1: is when your bats aren't hitting though you need good pitching and we've had good pitching and that's kind of just the way baseball works when you have really good batting you don't need your pitching to be as good right and bail you out it's nice to have it yeah but you just don't need it so um i mean like I said, we put up 27 runs against the Cubs in two games, so we we can do it. We have the capability against Triple A ball clubs, um, but any concern that nothing, Joey. Gabe? In, yeah sorry i'm
0: texting with ceriso oh. oh you're oh, good no, yeah. no you're good oh yeah you mean our special guest is going to be coming up at the end of the end of the show boxing royalty here in minnesota stay tuned for that I'm about 10 minutes yeah here all right
1: go. let's do our predictions quick and then we got one or two more segments quick before ceriso gets in here
0: yeah absolutely um so the first one uh, obviously just going to be our twins talker mike leads the series by one uh so far so you have honor, sir. your two predictions for the next couple of games let's go buxton hits two out
1: Ooh. Joe Ryan has
0: a minimum of seven strikeouts in his next start. Ooh. Plus K's. Joey Ryan. All right. I've got that. uh, The twins won't have a single hitter over 250 by the end of this series. Well, that's mathematically like
1: locked in. You should make it 240. Well, he's at 236. If he oh, exactly. Hot, if he gets hot over the next If six he games. Hits, he get there. If he goes six games, three bats per, if he goes 18 for 18,
0: is it even I mathematically watched you, possible for him I to I watched you take bunny layups without the blindfold on for the first two weeks. I get one every here and there. I mean, okay. The other one is I'm going to say go, Joey Gallo gets another home run, but it's going to be from the leadoff spot, which I know is the whole reason he's been bitching at Rocco Baldelli lately, which I think is ridiculous. Dude, you're getting playing time and hitting home runs. Why are you complaining where in the lineup you get to hit? He wants more rubies.
1: Ugh. All right. Uh, with that, we're going to run through our next segment. It's our what's more likely in the NFL schedule release edition.
0: Yeah. And the over-unders came out for a lot of teams. And Vikings, the over-unders came out. Vikings at eight and a half. Say what you want about that.
1: So I have five scenarios. Some are better than others. Okay. Uh, but basically, it's going to be a A or B. And Nick is going to tell us A or B. And then a quick sentence or two on why. And then oh, we're going to move on to the next one. Nope. Quick uh, sentence or two. So, what's more likely? NFL schedule release edition scenario number one Lions win at Arrowhead week one, or the Lions win NFC North?
0: Oof. I think it's actually more likely that they win the NFC North this year. Um, listen, me and you were talking about this before the show. If the Vikings don't reset this year, they'd be in trouble because why? The Lions and the Bears are coming. They have enough draft capital. The they have enough. Well, we'll be fighting over second place with them, and sometimes that keeps you out of the playoffs. Not the Bears. Um, All right. They One are... or two sentences. Hey, Scenario hey, hey, hey. number listen, two. Listen. Hurry up. Listen. I'm trying. You're, You're out in... of time, sir. You interrupted me. I'm going stab you. You're out time. of time. Only because the Lions could take a step early this year with some of the moves that they've made culture-wise, and there are still some guys that they could go out there and get and actually be a threat much sooner than expected. That's what I have to say. It was more
1: than two sentences. Stabbing. Scenario number two Vikings win more than eight games, or we see
0: Jaron Hall play this year. I think we see Jaron Hall play this year. Really? Uh, before we see, yeah, the Vikings. Listen, it's bad. 118, 100, I think. Eighty-eight million dollars on offense, eighty-eight million dollars on defense. That is not a balanced team. That already had a really bad defense. But we have a coach that's going to be the mandate. All right, yeah.
1: scenario number three: Texans find themselves with a the top three pick again, or
0: Panthers find themselves with a the top three pick again. Panthers find themselves with a the top three pick again. I love that roster, but listen, man, I, I the first the first photo that came out with Bryce Young standing behind that offensive line. I get it. He threw around big guys at Alabama. You know, Texans are supposed to win
1: the least amount of games. <laughs>
0: I don't think so, because I think they're assuming that Bryce Young is going to stay healthy. And it's the guys on defense that are the big difference between SEC college football and NFL football. Sure. Those guys are going to eat him alive. All right.
1: Eagles struggle with the tough schedule and miss the playoffs or the Eagles go in and beat the Chiefs by two
0: touchdowns
1: in week 11.
0: Uh, oof. I think it's more likely that they struggle with the tough schedule. I don't think they have the tools available. What's up, Najee? Welcome back, buddy. Thanks for, for tuning into the D show. Cook. The chef is leaving, man. Corey Thompson. Option three. I don't know what option three would be. You tell us. It was probably when we were it talking about earlier. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I just got the social up. So sorry oh. about that, Troy. No, no.
0: no, right, no. not about that, Troy. Uh, you're all good. Um, I just I don't think the the Eagles have a formula period that's gonna allow them to run away from a lot of teams like Kansas City. Who can keep pace with them no matter if the Eagles are on their best day offensively? Sure. And scenario number five,
1: after we've seen the schedule, yep. what's more likely? The Cincinnati Bengals pull off the one seed in the AFC hmm. or the Jets miss the playoffs, including a week one loss to
0: Buffalo. I I told you this. I think it's more likely that the Jets miss the playoffs. Then the Bengals get in the one seed? Yeah. Listen, Aaron Rodgers. So you is think the aging? Bengals are
1: more likely to be the best team in the AFC yes, than the Jets are to slip in as a seven. Yes. Uh, I don't know if I agree with that one.
0: Listen, but that's fair. Aaron Rodgers has regressed each of the last three, uh, each of the last two seasons, even though one of them led to him having an MVP. Right. We can all admit that. Statistically, that is a fact. He is a degenerate outside of football. You don't know who you're getting when you walk in. I think the locker he's the room second day most over talented day. thrower of the football on the planet. I don't disagree with you, but it's everything else that I worry about. Well, sure. And I, I, and he doesn't play well in the cold, folks. And what is it in New Jersey late in the year? Cold. Not as cold as Green Bay.
1: Not as cold as Green Bay. More north. They have the lake effect from the coast, but more like 30s, 40s and snow. That's why they get like the big snow drifts and stuff. Okay. Um, he might play in more snow, but it won't be as cold. Does that make sense?
0: Maybe he also doesn't Um, have the roster. Let us
1: know what you guys think about the scenarios. Which one do you think is more likely? What are some scenarios that you maybe want us to be cat? Yeah. Uh, With that, we have our NBA playoffs second round check-in nuggets versus Lakers. Uh, a this final. game is, or conference finals, this game, or this series is 1-0, right, Nuggets? Yep.
0: yep, Nuggets took the first one. Uh, Nikola Jokic at some, one point in the fourth quarter was okay, like. Okay, yeah, let's talk about Nikola
1: Jokic because every other sports freaking show right now is talking about how the Lakers have figured out the Nuggets and how LeBron shouldn't have or should have taken the shot. It's like, no, Jokic went for damn near 50 with a triple-double in the Western Conference Finals. Bow down to
0: this man. Yeah, it's now it seems like a little bit of a slap in the face that he didn't get the MVP. But we can't take playoffs. I into told you two weeks
1: ago that Embiid's going to be the, the MVP and then he's going
0: to come up short in the game seven. Yeah, Did i not. Yeah, absolutely. Totally agree go. with you. And that's what happened to him and James Harden. Um, but
1: him and we well, only had the two of them on the floor. Him and Jamal out.
0: Murray are going to be a problem for L.A. All series, all yeah. series. Unless Anthony Davis turns back into like, dude, Jokic had uh, yeah. Jokic
1: babied Davis on the block. Oh, yeah. Every time he got oh, the ball yeah. on the block, he babied him it yeah you do not like and the thing is yes the nuggets were up by 30 and the lakers like made it close the nuggets still won the game and here's the thing if you're a smart coach in a smart organization and you have a seven game series possibly in front of you and you have a 30 point lead in game one yeah you're gonna pull back a little bit yeah and just make sure you get the win right so like everybody's like freaking out thinking that the lakers figured them out no, it was the Nuggets just easing off the gas. Yeah. Because they're an intelligent organization that knows what they're doing.
0: Nope. I would totally agree with that. I would totally agree with that. What's your prediction for that series, by the way? 4 1 Nugs. That's what I was thinking, too. And I think they're going to be sitting there waiting for the dogfight in the Eastern Conference to get done mm-hmm. because they're already behind, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Because, hey, and listen, man. They haven't even
1: played game one yet, have
0: they? No, they have. And oh, the Heat didn't. won last night. Oh, they, by it, the was, last night. it yep, was last so night. Yeah. So the Heat right, won up. last night. So they're up one game to nothing. And I'll t- tell you what.
3: Two things Jimmy are, Butler, dude. Two
0: things are happening in this series. Mm-hmm. If Jimmy Butler drags the Miami Heat back to another NBA Finals, you have to start thinking about him as one of the top five players in the league and probably one of the better players of this decade for I, what he's Denver, been able to. miami sounds like a really good series. Yes.
1: It's just super gritty.
0: Oh, yeah. I would even be cool with Miami-LA if it happens because – I would love to see Jimmy Butler, Pat Bev style, get all up under LeBron's I want, skin for I a series.
1: Like just think about those cities though. Yeah, no, I I don't want to see Miami versus Los Angeles. I'd rather see Denver.
0: Yep. I would agree. And the other part of this that people need to start to k- take into consideration, if Jason Tatum can't get them back to the NBA finals and he loses or that core as a whole loses to just Jimmy Butler, pretty much at this point, you got to consider finally blowing that thing up in Boston. So you have to. Who,
1: who has Jimmy Butler beaten the playoffs so far this year? Oh, Bucks. boy. Yeah. Giannis is Bucs. And then who did he beat? Who else did he beat? The Knicks. The Knicks? Yeah. Thibodeau still has a job, though, doesn't he?
0: Yeah. Oh, man. But, and they're not a, they're not a Slurs does team. Yeah.
1: No. Who's the Celtics head coach
0: right now? It's the guy that took over for Brad Stevenson who moved so up d- into the GM role.
1: Does he get fired if Jimmy he, Butler beats him? I don't know if it's is that. Is Jimmy Butler just taking jobs
0: this playoff? It, it might be. I mean, the guy's... Fucking unreal in the playoffs, right. Mike. He's so good. Like I almost—it's almost like Kobe. Like like I used to watch the Lakers not to oh. watch Laker basketball, but just to turn the TV on and watch Kobe play basketball. In the playoffs, for me, Jimmy Butler kind of has the same effect. You want to turn the TV on just to see him play ball. He's so good. He's so good.
1: I think number zero is more like Kobe. If I'm being honest with you, Ooh. Jimmy reminds me just his play style. Like he—he he literally tries to like be Kobe. You wore the Kobe wristband yeah, and all this no, stuff. I
0: got gotcha. you. Jimmy reminds me of Michael. Okay, the closest copycat of Michael was who? Kobe. Their games were identical. Close, but. Their games were absolutely identical. Yeah, we'll flip to 30 under 30 here real quick, and then you can hold up. You can uh, go ahead, Gabe. That's fine. <laughs>
2: He's uh, not so, here yet, so I, I'm just letting you know where I was yeah, trying to yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, we're
0: anyway. good anyway. Um, and Oh, do you want to touch on this John Morant with a second gun thing? He's now officially banned from, from NBA moron. activity. This guy's a fucking idiot. And for the weirdos out there that are like, having a gun isn't a crime. Why are we punishing him? For the same reasons that like, even though Adrian Peterson whipped his kids and that's, you know, her household in certain states or whatever the case may be, you hold him to that standard. The Tyree Hill thing, the Cream Hunt stuff, the Ray Rice stuff. If we're going to hold our athletes to a higher standard, you have to hold all of them to a higher standard as role models. Otherwise, don't hold any of them to the same standard and let them do whatever the hell they want in their private lives. You have to pick a lane. You have to pick a lane.
1: Here's the thing it wasn't, it, when you publicize it and put it on social media, it's no longer your private life. Yeah. Would agree. And that, that I would agree and with. And that's the line, right? So is it illegal? No. Is it frowned upon? Well, it, in, it says in the, in the day and age, and it's technically against the NBA bylaws. It, exactly. So when you publicize it, that's when he was technically wrong. The dude if has already lost. To, if he wants to sit in his bedroom by himself and wave the gun around, no one cares. Oh, yeah, I don't give a shit. When you take a picture of yourself doing that, it's not a good look.
0: Yeah, what no, I, I would agree. And the other part of this is, hey, dude, you did this all for generational wealth, right? Like that's what you play to sign the big deals and the endorsements. And all. He's already lost $94 million over this. Between his shoe deal...
1: Honestly, somebody who is close to him just needs to... Shake like, the fuck out just, of him. I, I would say give him Good a hug. Good Lord. But that shows the difference between this. Is not, well, and, and All right, MLB 30 Under 30 Ugh. is going to wrap up here.
0: Yeah, let's do that.
1: Whenever Gabe is ready in the back, we, we can- have one last guy that we want to talk through. Well,
0: we got to get through the list first. You know the drill, Mikey. Oh, he spoiled it. It's Drew Jones. It's Drew Jones. Yeah, dude, the prodigy. 19 years old, probably already drafted second overall by the Arizona Diamondbacks last year. Nash Walker's actually out there covering the kid, and he's kicking up to AAA here already, or it should be very soon. Based on the genes of who his dad is, the future for this kid is incredibly bright. Like, incredibly bright. Um, Five-tool player, they're talking like gold glove Byron Buxton without injury history style center fielder. Um, His power that we're seeing already is not extreme pull power. He's hitting opposite field home runs um, for contact. And the comparison that they have for him, as you can see on the screen here, if you're uh, doing more than just listening to it. Weirdly
1: similar, doesn't he?
0: It? His stride, his swing, everything looks identical to Fernando Tatsis, And he's filling out like an adult at 19 now. Like they look, I, their swings look the same, the yeah. same.
1: You know, the Diamondbacks actually have a few guys in their prospect pool as well. And I yeah. think Key Jones might be kind of the leader of that group. Here in five, six years, the Diamondbacks are going to be contending in the National League, and he's going to be the leader of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Your 160, 150-some-odd games a year in center field probably hits. He's, he's going to be their version of what the, the the contending twins, Torrey Hunter, was. Yeah, Probably going to hit 280, probably going to have 20 home runs.
1: I, I think he might be able to hit better, to be honest. But well, his, his fielding is going to be
0: right there as well. His dad was an absolute rake at the plate, too. So, I mean, for him to be the last guy on this list with 30 other at 19 with 30 other guys it's not going to take much he he breaks into the league this year or gets a spring training invite early portion of next year and makes the roster you're looking at a kid at 20 years old that's going to be your anchor in center field for a team that's going to be half like contending like you said do
1: they i don't know if they'll do it
0: with the 6 years of service time thing well that's what's changed they might well oh, that's, that's what's changed sh- that's what's changed is the 6 years of service time like there's a lot of that that has changed. And like cuz there are because of where they drafted him, they're already paying him like a like an MLB ball player. So those will get him
1: up then, You yeah. might as
0: well get him up. And we're seeing that a lot now with some of these younger guys. That makes sense. And then they can get in front in front of that first contract and that's when those long deals kick into place. Like that's what you saw with Julio Rodriguez. Right? They call Julio up. Julio plays well while he's young. You're cool signing the 14-year contract now instead of the dispute that you just got into with guys like Trout or Judge because you're not getting to their first big deal till they're 26 years old. So if I'm Arizona, at all signs of success, keep moving forward. If he makes the field at some point this year, get him on the field. Mike, you want to go ahead and do uh, the introduction for our guest? They won't be able to see him, but we can go ahead and, and do his introduction. So this is Minnesota Boxing Royalty. Owner
1: of SIR Boxing, Boxing Club. Yeah, thank you. Ceriso Fort. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks Looking clean, Mike, too. This is
3: Nick. And Nick. Nick Ceriso. Yeah. He's your brothers.
2: I've already been hitting them up for shit back here. So I got We oh, Trust me.
0: We, <laughs> we, lost, we lost our producer the minute you entered the studio. Because yeah. Gabe's a big fight fan. And we knew that was going to happen. So we were prepared for it. But I, thank thank you so much, man, for joining us. Um, I wanted to ask you about a super fight that we had just seen. Which was Ryan Garcia versus... Tank Davis, yeah. Um, obviously, the first super fight we had seen in a while. Some people were kind of split on it. What going into it? What were you thinking? And then come out of it. Coming out of it, were your thoughts any different?
3: I'm, I'm always optimistic. I mean, I'm never like, okay, this guy is going to win because it's boxing, right? Okay. It's a fight. I mean, like. Uh, we just never know the outcome. We all take us one shot, yep. right? Yep. So I don't never go into a fight and just be so optimistic that this guy is going to win. That's the whole point of us watching it because we wouldn't watch it if we already knew that this guy's a hundred percent going to win. Um, and my thing, they exactly. So my my point of that was saying that I felt that Ryan had a, a somewhat of a chance, but I knew that I had I had a tank. Actually, he was the that I had winning. And I I picked. I figured that he would pull it out, but I didn't know how. I didn't know he'd stop him. I didn't know how, but I knew that... uh, I felt that Ryan had a chance.
1: Were you surprised that it was so quick?
3: Um, After the first knock... He got up from the first knockdown. I thought the first knockdown was actually... Harder than the Way harder. The body shot. Yeah, it was thought, definitely harder, was yeah. A, I give him kudos for that, right? Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He got up from that 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 shot and he showed a lot of, you know, so a lot of people feel like, oh, he gave up. He should have, I felt like if that was a time to give up, that first shot was the one where he showed, okay. he didn't give up. He gave it all he had. And, yeah. and when it came to that body shot, he took it. And I guess I don't know if he broke a rib or what. I didn't get the intel of that. So that's what I that's was gonna I heard, that's that yeah. so that's
0: what I was gonna ask. Did it, was, it seem to you like maybe the way that he reacted to that punch, it didn't drop him right away. It didn't seem like he really had the ability to stand himself back up and recover at any point. Do you felt that like that was more of well, maybe a pre-existing injury? Under, or is that what a body shot normally does to a fight?
3: That's what happens with okay. certain body shots. It depends on where it hits you at. We got certain organs in our bodies, yep. right? So it's like well, it's like a delayed reaction. Okay. You know, like, do well, you, you, you feel like you're in a fight? You, so, you're in, as a fighter anyway, we zone in differently, right? You're in a fight, so you trying to lock in and zone in and you fighting. So, certain shots you get hit with, you you don't want to just show it. So, at some point, I believe he understood it was hurt, but it's like, man, you know, I got hit with body shot, and then, you don't want to, but then eventually, it just, it just, it gets harder. It gets worse. Okay. It gets, it's like a delayed reaction. Okay. I, okay.
2: How about, um, Uh, there was some controversy about a mole in his gym, right? That like someone went and sparred with him. One of the sparring partners leaked info to Tank. Is that first of all, is that common in the game, um, in general, or is and do you think that would actually be a huge factor in a
3: fight? I mean, that's breaking the code, you know, breaking breaking a rule code. We don't. That's something we don't do as fighters. I mean, uh, a code is not what happens in the gym stays in the gym for the most part. But uh, you know, I don't I don't recall. What happened there? But I'm guessing he sparred with someone, and they had one to good body shot. And but the guy is saying that I was told that is not even he don't even he don't know tank he don't talk he wanna fight tank he like I don't I don't I didn't have nothing to do. So however it, it happened, but it never got leaked out. That's what I was told. But it have ha- it happened.
0: Okay. Know? Okay. I mean, so it is like an unwritten, it's supposed to be one of those unwritten rules. Like baseball's got a ton of unboxings, obviously got a few then too, right? Correct.
3: I okay. mean, yeah, what happens, what, what? like what happens, then the gym stays in the gym, you know? Certain things, you know, shouldn't get leaked out or less, you know, it's just. The conversations it had in the gym, smart. stay in the gym. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. certain things sure. just, just stay, with, especially when it's like that, you know, you're getting ready for the big, you know, marquee fight. You know? Yeah. Any fight, you know, it's like, why? why leak it out there? Right.
2: How about, um, so Nick and I on this show, Nick's the black haired gent at the end there and me, uh, we're big Ryan Garcia. Like we, you know, we bought, yeah, we bought into the hype big time. And, and I mean, not that it was all hype necessarily. I'm not saying he's junk by any means, but he did appear really one dimensional. And I'm curious if, if you see him as someone who will ever actually get back up to the heights where he's, you know, truly like, let's say pound for pound list type fighter, or can you not is it, is it too late for him to get
3: the tools that he needs? Mm, I think he's a really good boxer. I think he's uh anybody that been doing it since they was a little kid. Uh-huh. I mean, you become really good at it. And I think that his thing is uh, just, uh, it's, it's, it's just certain about um, where you move as a fighter, like certain, uh, I think that was such, such a, uh, the, the fight, but, but like I said, we prize fighters. So at the end of the day, it's kind of hard because at the end of the day, he got to make the most money they he can make. And I think that he got paid pretty yeah. darn well, right? Yeah. In a prize fighter. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just you want to kind of be leveling up getting seasoned as you're moving up the ladder. And I feel that they was doing so. And I don't know he got Couple some injuries and things happen. I mean, it takes a lot of talent, and you need talent and luck, and in, this luck. Sport, yeah. in the sport. In sport of yeah. boxing,
1: well, especially at that, you know, you high got of a level, right? All those guys are so happen. talented
3: that yeah, you need some luck. Yeah, right. Injuries and and I mean, you just get. I'm not gonna say luck. I mean, like you got to legitimately like have a break or two work there. Hard, like yeah, hard and, and and you know, these guys are dealing with injuries that we don't even know about. Yeah, you know, that's not mm-hmm. getting linked out there. You know?
2: stuff. Do you see him as as a top five or let's say a top? Yeah, four lightweight top top five, or top, top one forty yeah, or whatever.
3: Definitely, he's definitely top five. Okay, absolute. So, okay. And,
0: and my question to kind of fall off the back of that is now and. In- I don't know as much about like the dynamic between a boxer and his coach and how that stuff works. He leaves a fight like that, obviously, like Gabe said. The game plan looks pretty one-dimensional. He's at a point where I feel like he should maybe be developed. He dumps Joe Goosen right off the Can I say something real quick? Yeah, of course. Okay,
3: so, so top five lightweight, right? But you got to realize that was a catch weight. He's not even right. a, a 135 right. pounder. He's 140 pounds He put him down. Yeah. You know, tank tank uh, privately uses A-side. Uh, negotiation power yeah. uh, wisely. I mean, it, yeah. it brought them down until one, one 30, 136, I believe. Yeah, 136. Uh, how far would you oh. cut? How far would I cut as when a When you
2: did back in the day? Because yeah. I'm curious if you know about or have real insight with that, I guess. You know, like, I mean, were you someone who cut Twenty pounds before a fight or whatever, or fifteen pounds.
3: Yeah, yeah, I've cut yep. I cut I cut pretty good. But I was always I was always I was always training. So I was always I never cutting a lot because I was always training, right? Yeah. I was always kinda of like You were walking around at the weight. fight that it was yeah. a more so water weight. Yeah. yeah. So but I wasn't okay, so say for instance I fought at 154. Uh I was walking around like one sixty five. Okay. About 10, 11 pounds above my weight class. Okay. Uh, when I fought at 160, I was like 170, 173. I was never like 20 pounds right. heavy, right. but I was always in the gym training.
0: Now, when when you stepped up in weight, was that just because the older you got, the harder it was to take that that weight off? And I feel like that's maybe why Ryan was on his way up to 140, because 136 just may not been have been attainable as he grows into a more like, a, I mean, like he was a kid. Correct. He started fighting in 19. Is, is that kind of how that goes
3: usually for a fighter? Yeah, big facts. I mean, as, as, as you get older, I mean, kids, are, I mean, you know, we start off, uh, yeah, yeah, your body just naturally grows as well, you get yeah, older.
1: Muscles way more, right? You yeah. got to
3: move up, you know, otherwise you're doing a disservice to yourself. I mean, trying to, you know, cut weight that's not there and, and making weight classes just because you see you see it beneficial to you being there. You're like, you may be the bigger guy. We call them weight bullies. But at some <laughs> point, you can do a real disservice to yourself <laughs> energy-wise, and right. it can hurt you. Okay.
0: Okay. And then I wanted to get back to the, the Joe Goosen thing, because I think this yeah. is fascinating. Ryan has now bounced camp
3: from Reynoso
0: with Canelo. Took the obviously he had the mental health stuff and then winds up with Joe Goosen. One dimensional game plan. Doesn't look like doesn't look great in this loss. What do you think that like? What should he be looking for in his coach next, or where you know? What does that process look like for a fighter to maybe get him back on track?
3: Well, I think for the biggest thing with Ryan Garcia is, is the coach within himself. You know, I don't think it's okay. so much of of what you could teach him or coach him. I think it's more so of him doing what he need to do. Because the stories I have told, I don't I don't know one hundred percent if this is uh all. But but so put it out there that he was like. You know Ryan would be there for you know he would work not 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 devote himself and work as hard as he could work he would, would put a little work in and get out of there and go do some go do some um, interviews or you know be quick to you know just quick to do that you know more so than devoting that so if he could devote himself and and just put pride into just within himself and and, and his work put the work in like that I think we you know you will see the best because I don't know if we've seen the best Ryan Garcia just yet you know he's young he's what twenty he's. A-
1: Twenty-two. Do you 23? think? Do you yes, think that yes, work yes, ethic
3: yes. comes with age as well, and just yes. experience? Maybe taking a loss like this. Yeah, correct. So sometimes, sometimes a loss can make you, you know, make you deprive yourself, get you back humble, humble right. you to, to do what you got to do to be the best you can be. Right. Because I feel like he's twenty-two. T- tank is in his tank is in his prime years. Ryan's yeah. not even in his prime yet. Right? True. You know, twenty. We say twenty-six to like thirty-three or thirty-four. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. Uh, so Tank was 28, Tank 28 and you got Ryan is 22, 23 so Yeah, young, young 22 man. I think, right? Yeah. 22. 3 years away from his from 26. Yeah. So I mean, he got time and this could be just a learning experience for him that he, you know, And he still get, made a bag with it. St- yeah. yeah. <laughs> and
0: he's exactly. and it doesn't seem like his reputation like some fighters you get into a fight like this, you take a bad loss like that, I feel like they get like the bl- like a black almost like a black Mark or you know a bad thing on their resume. What I and I don't think he got that. I didn't see any of that in the media. Nobody bashing him saying that. Oh, it's over for him. Nothing like that. So he can bounce back ideally, right? Even in the media eye, because that plays into who you want to fight, how
3: the money comes through, things like that. Correct. Correct. One hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. I think a lot of that is like uh, him now, just uh, just using this as a learning experience, and just that's all it is—experience and just going going back to the drawing board and being the best he can be. You know, far as when it comes to the work ethic and looking at what did he do that he can do better at, you know, to just, just that's point blank. That's all. That's really no such thing do. as a
1: loss, just experience. And, and use yeah. some of that
3: money and invest into himself <laughs> to go. make better Ryan Garcia as a fighter, right? I think I think
0: that's a, a perfect way to look at it. Um, from one super fight to the next, we got one coming up this weekend. Are you going to be paying attention to yeah. Devin Haney versus yeah. Lomachenko? How excited are you for this fight and what, um, what are you looking for?
3: I feel like this is a really good fight. This is a, I'm looking forward to seeing um, just how both will implement their uh, strategies. I'm looking to see the strategies of uh, what they come with, you know, in the fight. Okay. What, who, do you th- who are you giving the edge to right now? Um, Big size difference. It's a fifty-fifty fight. Um, really? I, I give. You know, because I feel like uh, Lamachenko got the experience. Yeah. He, he's real seasoned. I mean, if you talk in season, he's he's seasoned as the yeah. you know, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he was pound for pound over, overall. one point. Running amateur fights. Yeah. Two-time Olympic gold medalist. I mean, he came in the game real tough, you know, and um. Fighting, um, you know, won his first world title in his third fight. Okay, uh, then he came, you know, just the way this fight is now is like Devin Haney is undisputed. Oh. He's the undisputed king right now, though. Wow. You know, uh, so. what do you think
2: about that size difference, though? Oh my! I was a little alarmed when I saw that. I was like, oh, you know, like Loma's always little.
1: I think but- Haney might have shoulder pads in those jackets. No, Haney's, Haney's, a, <laughs> yeah. Haney's a Look at how big his individual. shoulders are
3: compared yeah. to big Loma. Guy. Yeah, he's a big guy. See, that's what look, you're looking at someone that comes down from like 147, and Lamachenko came up in weight. You know, he's yeah. he's a naturally smaller guy. Wow. And we're looking at a uh, uh, but, but yet and still, one thing I'm going to – it's the skill set. You know, when you look at boxing a lot of times or any sport, sometimes you see the size of something, but it's about the attributes and how could you uh, – um, you know. I think, to me, Lamachenko and his losses – he had lost to bat. It wasn't so much of him as been. He's an awesome fighter. Yeah, it has been like wrong strategy, wrong game yeah. planning, wrong game planning strategy. He slow start, you yeah. think? Yeah. yeah, I think that that's was why. Game. Yeah, it was all game planning. Them fights that was so smart when they start off like that. I believe it was game planning strategy. I think I think okay. he's a victim to that. I think that's that's the only thing wrong about Lama part is the uh, strategy part. Him and his team, a lot of times they have the wrong. They'll, they'll come off with the, the strategy, just not be right. not be the right strategy.
2: I, yeah. Oh, sorry, Sorry. yeah, I was going to say, I think he's been so much better than people his whole career until recently yes. that he could do that because he's, like, sizing them up, right? He's trying to, like, figure out their rhythms and all that, and then he could overwhelm them. Now he's fighting bigger guys, and, like, he can't do that, right? He's got to adjust to move quicker or not?
3: Well, yep. Oh, I think the biggest thing, too, is, like, understanding Yeah, he's fighting bigger guys, and some of these guys pack a big punch. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, in the game the strategy is not, it's not really so much of a... Bad idea, but it's a bad plan when the fight don't go right, right? When you don't get the knot. But the thing is, though, I think a lot of times with them guys, he's seen T.O. Fimo Lopez, for example. The mm-hmm. power that he carried, man, that kid, well, he was knocking he was knocking guys out. You know I mean? He was getting some real explosive power knocking guys out. I think the game plan was to, you know, let him, let him you know, have his early rounds. You know, they gave him rounds in, and they came back and hurt it. And Lemo almost won the fight. And I think this fight with uh, Haney. Haney's not known for being such a big puncher. He's known for having a really good jab.
0: He's and so I, technical. He's so technical. Good. I feel like yeah, super, is. but, but he's, he's not
3: great inside though. But if y'all been following the press conference,
2: a little did bit, a little did bit.
3: Did y'all catch what Lama Cinco said Mm-mm. about the jab? He said uh, like Ryan Garcia got one punch. We knew he got a hook. Now you got a jab. Everybody knows what you got. Everybody Ooh. knows. That. I know. You know. Everybody. Everybody. The whole world knows what you got. You got a job, so I think he was syndicated that to saying that you just got you got that one good punch. You got Don't that make really, that same really mistake. Really special punch. Yeah. Not really a mistake. No, no. What I'm saying is like he 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 got one punch to fight on this level of someone that's a master class boxer. You got to come. You got to bring more. Correct. There you go. Oh, okay. You got to bring more than just more. You got to. We got to bring the whole tool bag. You got to. It's bring not the even talking hand. shit. It's just like lot of
2: Good
1: luck. You have one punch. It's yeah. Not yeah. Even, it's give, not even like a bad thing or a good thing. It's just like job. this is the
3: fact.
2: You're one punch.
3: But you need more. But you ain't got nothing you know? else. Yeah. 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 And, I, and I think a lot of the lead up is strategy. You know what I'm saying? Like, even him, when he, he got in the ring one fight, and he said, this is a heavyweight. You, you're you a heavyweight. You know, he's giving, he's he's speaking real like, you're a bigger guy. He's giving him his, he's giving him everything. You know? He's giving him everything. Like, far as what he said. And I was looking at, like, Lomachenko like, is like, uh he's, he's like, curling up. Like, he's he's scared. Uh, yeah. He's this and that. But I think. Lull him to he, sleep. So when he. He's when playing he, with him. Yeah, but doing, he understands yeah. that, um. <laughs> At the end of the day, this is as big as this is a big fight for both Mm -hmm. of them. Yeah. Big fight for both of them.
2: Do you, I'm sorry. Do you think that, so to me, I, um, because of his lack of power, because of Haney's lack of power or perceived, I don't know if that's real that he doesn't have power, but something I heard was that Loma will not respect his power like Tiafimo's, and he will get inside. And that's where Haney doesn't have answers. Do you see that as well? Do you see him as a weak inside fighter?
3: Mm, no, I don't. I don't see him as a weak inside fighter, but I don't. I don't see the explosive power. That's what I'm saying. I, I see. I see power there, but it's not the type of explosive power where we, you know, where we see devastating knockout knockouts. power. Yeah. We're not seeing them devastating knockouts.
0: Almost like. the comparison I would draw is like Israel Adesanya. Everybody says the same thing about Izzy. Izzy doesn't hold a lot of power. Izzy's a creative striker, and he's going to land a lot. And it's almost like it's going to hurt you, but it's going to take a while. It's going to be an accumulative – like it's going to be accumulative damage over, you know, the one-punch KO stuff that you used to see from, like, Mike or that you see from Tank Davis and things like that, right? Well,
1: and correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm definitely a novice when it comes to the sweet science, but if you have a great jab, you want to keep distance. You don't want him close to you. You want to be able to extend that jab. That's true.
3: So that's true. If, so, if
1: he does go inside, yeah. there goes his one punch that he has. Yeah, yeah,
3: damn. So, so my thing is uh, my my analogy of uh, this fight is where I kind of see it going. I don't know if I'm right or wrong, but right. I'm not, I'm not psychic. So if I do call <laughs> yeah. it, if I do call it, don't cut. <laughs> Oh, yes. No, you're good. We, if you we, call it, I'm calling we, you for we, betting we advice we moving forward. We have terrible takes on this show all the time. Call, Go ahead. Nah, yeah, no not worries. a Rich She's man. Good. But yeah, so I think, I feel like is going to put a high guard up, have his hands up. He's going to walk him down, try to move, you know, with angles, not just, you know, mm-hmm. easy pressure, smart pressure. He's gonna cut at angles and, and and a lot of foot, you know, different kind of placement and and he's gonna work. He's gonna be busy. Like he's gonna he's gonna put. It's gonna be a like a uh, he's gonna throw a lot of punches. It's gonna be like a a, a red right like real fight, like a, just a backyard fight. Like it's gonna be like a lot of crazy. Like but he's got he got to do that to take that distance away and not just and not just sit there and just sit behind that let let, let, him, let, let him get comfortable right. behind that jab. But the same thing with with Haney though. And he will have to come out there and over, over and just rough house him and just fight, you know, and let him let his hands go. And, you know, with defense, with you no know, no control, not recklessly. But just, yeah. just, just 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 rumble with him, rumble and back him up and show him you are the bigger. I'm the bigger guy. Okay. Let that size really show. You know, don't go in there and be the bigger guy, but you're, you know, you land the little guy in there, he's all over right. you. Yeah. So like a, he's going to be You got to keep the him. distance. Correct. But yeah. I, I feel like Lama-Chingo game plan is going to be to be all over him. Does Just by a
1: thousand cuts by
0: Loma. <laughs> qu- question is, is it going to work? Do you have a prediction that you want to give out for the fight? Um, We're like
3: not going to hold you to I, it, would, I, 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 got, I feel like Devin Haney's going to win, but I'm okay. going to be surprised if Lomachenko win the fight. Okay. Fair decision? Enough. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, Haney by decision. decision? I don't see neither one of them stopping one another. I think that they, they, they're, uh, yeah, I see by decision.
2: I wanted to ask you about that too, because I see Loma as, you know, it's weird on, on one hand, he's, uh, uh, what is it? No or whatever. Like, I mean, where, where he overwhelmed and broke guys, but then also I've seen like, uh, Antonio Tarver, who I love listening to about fights or whatever. He, he, he said stuff about how Loma kind of fights in that amateur style kind of for points. Like he's not throwing leather hard necessarily, um, all the time, I guess that's Tarver's take, not mine. But I'm wondering if you see that as well. Like, does he have the power to actually uh, put Haney down or, or is this oh, a decision I to fight? Say
3: this. Uh, I mean, if any one of them land that shot on the chin or in the temple or certain, in, in certain spots in the body, if it get it, touched, you, you know, Ryan Garcia, I mean, salute to him. You know what I'm saying? Like, like when you get touched in certain spots. It's like even, even certain losses in my career, I'm going you know, to go back to my, you know, it, you can t- t- touch in certain spots, no matter how much you want to fight. it just, it's just, you know, it, you just, you go down. It's, a, so, it's it, a button. Any it's one of them guys can, yeah. can, yeah. Any one of them guys can catch one another and can drop one. Another. I mean, it could just happen, you yeah. know, but I, I, I will, you know, it can happen. So it's all about that button. So if he can touch them and they don't take a lot of force either, though, understand that if you get touched in certain spots and, um, and, and the force, it don't take a lot of power, a lot of force. If you can touch that button, the cur- guy can go down, yeah.
2: Did you ever get caught with uh with like a bad body shot like that?
3: I got caught, yeah, absolutely, yeah, I have, yep. my tw- Yeah, I, I started boxing when I was 12. I, I stopped when wow. I was about 34. Okay. I never really stopped, you know, I'm still in the gym now today. Yeah. And um, now, now I-, I SIR
1: I, Boxing Club in St. Paul. Yep,
3: SIR Boxing Club. That's SIR Boxing. That's
0: yeah, let's de- hey, look that. Let, let's let's deviate to here a little bit because this is obviously a good opportunity for you to pass on some of your knowledge. Yes. You're doing a little bit of that here with us, but then to the next generation of boxers. How did you get involved with this? How do you, how do you like being more on the business side of things, kind of doing that side of stuff?
3: Well, I'm loving it. You know, I, I'm I enjoy it. Um, I take a lot of pride and pleasure in what I'm teaching because um, of what I understand what it what it do for a lot of the youth and and just individuals in general. You know, it's life changing. It's yes, not just help, about the sport, this is really it? wealth, you know, is, and it's is what I'm giving. You know, I'm, I'm more, you know, I'm able to give you something that you can, you know, you can, you're going to be able to keep it forever. You know? Okay. The price, it seems, you know, the price is there, right? It's, you know, you pay that, but then what you got, you got it forever. You know? Yeah, so, yeah. You know, like, 100%. I, yeah, so. I
2: think it's like, um, so this is a very weird uh, parallel to draw with stand-up comedy, Uh-oh. but uh, but but I really do believe when you do these solo things that are scary, or that are take some character or whatever, it does, it really is good for your character in a real way. You know, like, like it helps your entire life.
3: Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the times, like I said, like the, the kids that I'm working with, the teenagers and the adult, the young adults, I mean, even the, the, even the adults, everybody I'm working with, I'm benefiting. Like, I, I get something out of it. It's okay. making me a better person, you know, as well as I'm working them out. It's working me out. I'm constantly trying to better myself. And keep, you know, and figure out strategies and ways that I'm doing from the competitive fighters to the ones that's not competing, to the ones that's just doing it just to get it to be in shape or to get in better shape. And and who can um, come to your
2: club? Like, I mean, who, like, is it open to everybody, adults, kids and whatever, or do you have to be a serious fighter? How does that work?
3: Yeah, all the above. All the above? Okay, <laughs> you gotta yeah. A, you got to be a serious fighter if you come in and try to like, want to compete. I want you to be serious about it. You know, um, yeah, but then, you know, we got something that's for those that, that's not so want to be serious about it, right? Okay. So, yeah. You yeah, do
2: personal is. training and serious uh, fight training. Correct. Basically. Okay. Yeah.
3: And then, like, so what you see there is the competitive membership, 150. So that competitive membership is someone that want to compete. Once you have competed, then the, 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 the we, like, through the gym, through do do myself as being a fighter, I got like a scholarship where I cut the price and somewhat take fifty dollars off, and now it's the fighter membership. Okay. So now as, as like you out there representing, doing your thing, fighting, you still get the same benefits as you had as competitive member. I still train you, but you only pay hundred bucks for the month. Oh, that's pretty. I, I like that. That's pretty cool.
0: Um, you got any killers in the gym right now that you might want to give a little shine to? Yeah, this yeah. show does go out to about two million homes here yeah, in a- Twin Cities.
3: Yeah, Alexander. His name Alex. Okay. Uh, yeah, we just got back from Philadelphia. He fought the National Golden Gloves.
0: Okay, how did he do? You do?
3: Uh, he did pretty well. I mean, he won one fight, then he lost the next fight. We drew the kid. Drew the. We drew a fighter from Detroit, and he won the uh, the, the tournament the year the previous year. Okay, right? he won the whole national tournament, and not only did he win it, he got the the uh, most outstanding boxer award. So okay. I mean, he was okay, the best the best view boxer out of the whole in the whole tournament. Okay, and pretty it, competitive pretty fight. Yep, yeah, pretty competitive. Yeah, we 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 showed a lot of skill. We hit him with some good shots. Um, it was like, the, I mean, it was a real good. It, we lost the decision. Okay. Uh, I thought we did pretty well, you know? I mean, due to Alex's experience. you know, Alex, Okay. That was Alex's 13 fight. Going into that fight, that was our okay. like 12. We only had 12 fights. Wow. Going into that fight, that was our like 13. Now we got 13 fights. Um, I wouldn't change nothing in the world because that experience right there is what's going to pivot to him to become a better, better, better fighter. No okay.
1: such thing as losses, right? Just learning yeah. experience.
3: What weight class? Uh,
0: 139, that was. Okay, okay. And then, uh, what, has he got anything coming up? Maybe we could that fight that, yeah. that, you know. That, is, is he one of these guys? So, Sorry. Yeah,
3: Alex is the kid right there in the middle with the box boxing logo. I don't know if you see oh, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. A white guy. Yep. Yep. I love it. <laughs> he's, a, he's Hispanic. He's he's Hispanic, <laughs> he's all that, right. He's, he's mixed. Yeah. Okay. His dad's Hispanic. I believe his mom's is, Uh, yep. Yeah. Man, white, that's awesome. Cool. Yep. That's so, so cool that guy, does... Yeah. And then my my man's over yeah man you got you got the combination man these kids the, the whole crew there they all went down there and, and did very well this was a one of, this one of the better years uh one of them that we had in, in for the Upper Midwest you know they, okay. they represented very well that crew there
0: I feel like it's a it's a it's a place where boxing could. Or could, or maybe should catch on is up here in the Midwest. You obviously have places in the East Coast. You've got Vegas. You've got some areas on the West Coast. Some areas in the South Midwest has really not had a ton of shine yeah. outside of you know.
3: And, and and that's another thing too. You know, as we talk about me running my boxing program and having a gym here, you know, I could have I could have went out to Vegas or mm-hmm. you know I was out there staying with Floyd Singer, working working mm-hmm. out there, training hard, working grinding out there, and uh I mean, you know, it's it's big. It's 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 not just all about. You know, cause the, the, the money's there, right? The yeah. money's there if we really wanna make a power move, business move. But thing is though to me, I want to I wanna I wanna I feel like you know when you're good at what you do, you're gonna get paid for it. Yeah. Right. And the thing is though, what I wanna do is I wanna help make some champions come out of here in Minnesota. I want and, and out of our region. I want our region to be a powerhouse, like them, like them other regions and states. So why not be an additional to where I came out to be a product of what I I've been a product of this environment and I'm gonna keep growing. Keep growing the fruit of labor out of what we at here in did, Minnesota. Did you start your
1: boxing career here in like yep. Minneapolis? Yeah, I started when I was
3: uh twelve years old. Very cool. Okay, so, dude, that's so awesome. You're
1: back to the community. That yeah, most definitely. You. Was this I'm was pretty this pretty always
0: bad. the plan that's for you? Perfect. Like post boxing was to stay. Like you see, some it, people it. they get out of their sport, they go away. Yeah, Other people yeah. they they can't leave it. Are you one of those I'm guys that just 100% can't leave it?
3: Honest with you, I mean, it, this was the plan, man. Okay, was a, it was the plan, but I did not expect it to happen so soon. Okay, I mean. I mean I mean I think is though I looked at myself as doing it when I was much like in my sixties. Okay. <laughs> I'm like I wouldn't be able to that's what you know when I first came in, that was my coach, you know, yeah. A guy by the name of Wes Hayden. May he rest in peace. You know, uh Wes was in a gym reading a newspaper, you know, old guy, you know, and um the other coaches was they were older guys, you yeah. know. So I'm like, okay, this is what coaches are. Coaches most of the coaches as coaches is giving back are older guys. You know, but then as I got as I you know, as I my 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 life set my life my life uh brought me to be in the position I am now organically. Okay. You know, it's so I somewhat involved. I say involved from boxing, right? There you go. And i my mean, family so... and our lovely wife, Georgia Fort. She's 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 a, a Shout out plus and yeah. She she's got the TV show going on. Yeah, I worked with TV Georgia, show. she's
2: she's incredible. She's yeah, a she, great lady. Okay. She she she's yeah. a wonderful
3: uh, individual, a great person. Um and we guard fear and We believe everything happened through the grace of God, and and what nothing's be possible without God. I'm, and I appreciate you guys for having me on today. Well, first, you know, thanks, so thanks so for joining. us. Yeah, so yeah. listen, man, we
0: we are we we like to think that I mean, me and Gabe are big fight fans. Mike has been around it a little bit more as we've started the show here, but we really haven't. We've lacked expertise in 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 this area. So to have a local. No legend like you come through and impart some knowledge on us. The door is open for you, man. When big fights are coming, whether that be for boxing or if you know you do wind up getting into MMA, man, we will always take the knowledge that you have and give you a platform to share it and put some shine onto what you're doing for the community. Well, I, I think it's that. awesome. Hey,
2: yes. hey, hey guys, I yeah. I just cannot let this go by without asking quickly about okay. the Floyd Sr. thing. How'd you link with Floyd Sr. I, I I was gonna leave it because I knew you were gonna get to it. That's, that's just such yeah. a subtle name drop. I didn't oh, know, well, like, I mean, how'd you link with him at all? Well,
3: me me doing um you know, I'm out, I'm, me, me me coaching, I was uh, coaching, the, uh, I was with my my buddy, uh, a, a very dearly, uh, one of my close friends of mine, Dalton Outlaw. He owned a gym. Uh, shout out to Element Boxing. You know, I know Dalton. Um, yep. Yep. Okay. Shout out to Dalton Outlaw. You know, at Element Boxing. That was where we, you know, the foundation started at. We started that together. That's where the foundation started. We, we grew together. And uh, he was actually... Getting his getting his routine getting his getting his work in, you know, he was getting ready to fight fight in the nationals, Golden Glove National Tournament, in that year, I believe it was uh 2015. I want to say 2015, 2014. And when we went out there, he uh we was out in Vegas. The nationals was in Vegas. Okay. So he did his thing and won his Upper Midwest. He became and then uh we went out there to Vegas and I was and then uh one day I was out there training the guys and uh Floyd Sears just kind of. He, you know, so he kind of came in and I was going out, and then we bumped into each other. And I and I said, hey, and I just just, just talked to him, you know, like you know what's up, man. You you know you, you train anybody? He's like guess what I do. I train the fighters, man. I'm Like what's up? Like like what's up? Let me let me see what you're about, man. Let me see what you like. And uh, he was like, cool. But he's like, I don't just train on anybody. It's like a trial. So he just ran and missed with me. We ran. I went to the gym. Ran and missed with me for like we did like ten minutes. And he had me do a couple other things to see if I can. And and off the rip he told me like, yeah, you got what to take, man." Like, I got you. I was 12 and old at the time. That's that's insane. Wow.
2: Wow. What what can you say? So, did he teach you shell then? Like, I mean, you fought some like do you use Philly shell?
3: Yeah, I know it. I used it in sparring, but I never I never really uh brought it out. Right. I brought, I brought I never really brought it in a fight. No. I I've been using it in sparring. I know it. I teach okay. it. Okay for those that wanted to learn it, but yeah, it's something that you really, it takes, it takes time to really develop like anything.
2: Yeah. Yeah. How about peekaboo? Do you teach peekaboo? Yep, Absolutely. Do you really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome.
1: So you can learn peekaboo and to learn from peek-a-boo. you yeah. here at Sir Boxing Club in St. Paul, straight yes. from like Floyd's coaching. Yeah, show
3: the rolling it is. Like, yep. Show the rolling.
1: So yes you, so that's crazy shot, yeah, that's you roll, crazy you
3: roll it you roll it up and i mean i just think that that's go, a, that's yep. such a cool opportunity you gotta for keep kids your eye are... you gotta keep your eye on it on a because what it is is not just defense a sitting defense right you're setting up you're setting up offense you're setting, setting up a counter. counter punch. Yep. so you, you're rolling and you got to come back with a shot you got to come back with a shot i'm so. a huge
2: james tony fan like yeah. james tony is like yeah. my one of my favorite all-time he, ma- he
3: mastered his craft yeah, yeah, yeah
2: i loved him so yeah so i love hearing anything with uh, Philly show like that. That's so, awesome. Yeah, that's I, very cool. I,
0: I got, I got one more for you so you can maybe help me settle a, a little bit of a, a debate here between me and Gabe and I'm going to tie a, a defensive oh, question shit. since this is what we're talking <laughs> I'm gonna about. I'm going to look it. bad on this oh, one. Shit. I know he's going to. Nope. Yeah.
3: Okay. So first of all, obviously there's, there's- I'm in good spot now. Don't pull me in the middle. <laughs> <of that.
0: laughs> no, no, no. So first of all, one of the guys that I was always, I've always been impressed with has been Canelo Alvarez because okay. I feel like he really, he went to school. After his really? loss to Floyd Mayweather, yeah. and developed his ability to be like you can't hit him. You're an inch away from him at all times. Great defensive fighter. Gabe is not. i a hater. He's a top <laughs> ten fighter of all time. What What do you have to say on this? Of all, all time, time, of all time, all is
1: fighters, it, all is,
0: time. Is, is
1: I'm talking pound for pound fighter of all time in all time.
3: Well, well, it's kind of hard to say right now because he's still he's still building his case. He's still building his resume. He's still in it. So, I mean. That, that, that could be, that could be true. I mean, which he's is, not though. No,
2: and I, uh, by the way, I admit that he, of course he's a great fighter. I just can't stand him. But I, uh, I just
1: respect the future politician answer on his reach Yeah, it absolutely could be true.
2: It could be. Yeah. But he's not I though, mean, because it's... guess what? He's not going to put anything on his resume. That's going to improve where he's at. Now. Well, here's the for thing. Giuliano. Do you think if you're Canelo, that, do you, you even
0: bother taking the Benavidez fight? Cause that looks so, like it's on the horizon for him.
3: So, so right now, I think I think right now he's looking at Bivol the rematch. Yep, I like that. I like That'd be that. impressive. I like that. Go back after the guy that beat you. You know, yo, no know, you know, other than Mayweather, right? Mayweather retired. Mm-hmm. He can't fight. You know, to let the Mayweather one ride it. That that one rattle. That one's gone, right? Mm-hmm. But the Bivol fight, he, he he's trying to make that fight happen in September here. So that might be the next fight for Canelo. Okay. He that, revenge, he does that is well, I didn't revenge. know that, that be, actually. That would be good. If he would revenge that loss, that would be really well for his- uh,
2: That would yeah. be
0: something. I, d- I did hear something that said that that seems to be the game plan as he starts to wind down. I mean, he is getting up there at this point. I don't know how much longer he's going to be able to continue to chase titles like this, but it does sound like Yuval and then potentially Benavides if Benavides can get another win. That guy is so dangerous. If you're Canelo, yeah. would you even bother stepping in the ring? Like you're talking about well, an age gap earlier. That one's going to be huge Well we and- had a
3: guy That came here from Cuba And resigned right here In Minnesota David Morrell Okay David Morrell is another one man Him And Benavidez I would like to see them two fight In the, in the winter fight Canelo but Hey I think, I think Canelo either, Any one of them Is, is going to be You know It's going to be a chip, big chip to, to handle right Yeah Because you know They're young Hungry And, they, and they're they really Really big guys And they're really good
2: yeah, I would I would agree with you, man. Can you say that name one more time?
3: David Morale.
2: Morale, okay. David, David
3: Morale Jr. Yeah, he was right here, resident. He left Cuba. He came here, in Minnesota, and now he, you know, he fights at the Armory. He come. This is his home base.
2: Okay. Oh, he fought on uh, Showtime, looks like.
3: Yeah, so David Morale. Oh, man. Shout out, man. That's yeah, um, really any
2: really. other fighters from here or like, you know, let's say that there's someone who really is really a real fighter uh, who wants to be a boxing fan here. Where do you go see fights or is there some organization that puts on better fights than others? You know, like that kind of stuff. I
3: mean, and also, uh, you know, all the gyms around. We got a circle discipline. You got a ACR gym. Um, you know, um, you got a uppercut boxing um, club. We got an element gym. You got a you got Brunette's Boxing club, which I don't know. You know, you got you got a lot of got the old school Rice right Street Gym. You got you know what I mean, just all the gyms. We got CMB boxing gym in Egan. You got a Minnesota top team. It's just all the gyms. If you if you buy a gym and, and you know, just try to stop in the gym and just try to learn the art. I mean, I think it's a it's a very good thing, a good tool. I love boxing dearly, you know. Um, I think it's a good thing. And as far as uh where you can go to to box at I would
0: yeah. love for you to cuddle my club. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Club. Well, a Me and Michael pop through at some point and see what it's all about. Maybe you can, maybe me and him can work out some of this angst that we have and that we build, you know, debate and sports with each other every once in a while here. Mm-hmm.
2: What, what What is uh, <laughs> what is the age rate? Like, what's the minimum age actually that you, and then, and then we have David Morrell here on, um, I mean, I think this is the guy, right?
3: David Morel, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: This is him. Jesus. Okay.
3: No, yeah, no, that's, no, no, hold on. Yep, that, that's yeah.
2: Okay, good. Go yeah, just making sure. <laughs> but yeah, that was a brutal.
3: That was right. That's right. Is that that's the one here in Minnesota? Yeah, yeah. No, no that was the undercard of Tank fight. He was the co-main event on the Tank fight. Oh, okay. No Tank yeah. fought here. Yep. No, no, no. That was in Vegas. The in tank, ve- Okay. Tank Ryan oh, Garcia. okay. Tank Ryan Garcia fight. That was the co-main event. He was the co-main event.
0: Oh wow! Yep. Dang. That's hey Minnesota, put on. Let's that's go. The guy. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, yeah, absolutely, man. But he... Now he's
3: sort of he's out of reside now in uh, Houston. He's okay. out in Houston now. But he still holds Minnesota um, at heart because now he's fighting for Minnesota and Houston right. <laughs> and Cuba.
0: Yeah. So. I mean, he's been a couple of different places. The fact that he stopped here and was a part of this community, yeah. though, is cool. You know what I mean? Starting at the armory. Like, we don't have a big fight scene, like you yep, said. But
3: he was training up yep, over well, at C O D with uh, Coach. Coach. Yep. Out there, over there at C O D. So he was doing nice. a great job over there with the coaches over there. Perfect, man.
0: Uh, we're going to go ahead and close the show up. Uh, we were really glad to have you. Before we start getting into our outro here, why don't you let people know uh, all over the place where they can find you social media. Head on over to the website, obviously.
3: Um, my name's Ceriso Fort. Um, you can find me on um, all the social media at uh, Sir Boxing, Instagram, Sir Boxing Club. Yep, that's where you can find me.
1: Yeah, check out Sir Boxing Club in St. Paul, guys. Honestly, uh East,
3: wealth, side, uh, right? uh, east, side, yeah, east side, right? East side, East side of St. Paul. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A wealth of knowledge, right in the heart, uh, right in the heart of East Side. Arcade in yeah.
2: case, yeah, yeah, yeah. and awesome. whether it's for your health, like personal training, or you actually want to fight, some t- yep, does yeah, does it all. Anything if you, you want, want to learn work, from yeah. a local legend, that yeah. yeah. this that's might be where you want I to head. Guys. <laughs>
1: this was our first local legend in studio, yeah, yeah that's know. true, man. That's so, we appreciate you so we, much we, for joining yeah, us. Yeah, today. we absolutely appreciate, appreciate you coming through.
0: Hopefully, if you had a good time, man, I know that we got Spence and Crawford that might be coming up, maybe we can grab some information. Yeah, we're right there.
3: Yeah, I mean, we, I, we gotta wait till they announce it though. I mean, it's been a lot of who do you like for that? Yeah. real now, quick. Just a little shade. That's a 50-50 one right there. I I don't and know Crawford. who will win that one. I don't know who will win that one, all to be Bud. honest with you. Yeah,
2: I don't know either. That's a tough that's one. But I like Bud.
3: Well, 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 we'll it, it all depends. I can see that you know, it is a, it really all depends on how, you know, one fight the other. The the, the mentality, what what strategy. It that fight right there is a, is, a, is a good one. But like Bud said, I, I know Bud personally. You know he No saying, way. He said, oh, God you damn. Know, don't, 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 this ain't the one where you can do, do what I just did. You know, you got to go all in with him if you're with him.
2: So. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah.
3: Well, thank you for burying the lead on a couple
0: of these name drops. You do have a network that we need to tap <laughs> into. Maybe we can push yeah. you for some more information as we get closer to that. You know, that that fight there, if that actually does get happen when the time gets announced, Mike, why don't you start us with the lead out, buddy?
1: Yeah, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, Hope you had as good of a time as we did here on the show today. Uh, If you are a sports fan with sports fan friends, make sure to check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Spotify, YouTube, Patreon, and Twitch. Uh, Here in the Minneapolis-St. Paul area, you can check us out on uh, local cable, MCN6. If you are not in the Twin Cities, you can access MCN6 through your Roku app uh thank you for joining us
0: yeah absolutely and until uh, next time folks as always take care stay safe have fun
2: m b c our relation n b c